Welcome to Covenant Church's Sermon Discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the Communication Director at Covenant, and the Preaching Pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Well, good afternoon and welcome to our Facebook Live sermon discussion. I am Michelle Lichty and I am here with Brittley Jordan. And just FYI, as I keep looking over to my right, I have two screens going. And so some of my notes are on that screen. So I'm not trying to ignore Brentley, who is in the screen to my left. Oh, well, thanks. That's nice. So, yeah. So welcome, Brentley. Yeah, good to be here. Um, And we're here to discuss your sermon from Sunday, Jesus, the Eternal One, based on John chapters 7 and 8. Yes. A lot of of scripture to go through. That was a, that's a huge chunk of scripture to go through. Yes. And um, that's a challenge to get through that in a, in a short amount of time. Um, I mean, basically you could read it in the amount of time you had to talk about it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Which, which I hope that um, people are reading it. I mean, it's, I I hope that 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 would be something that you would um, take some time to do this week to read through both of those chapters uh, it's there are some rich dialogue between Jesus and others. Yes. And um, I liked that you you had a little handout that kind of broke yeah. down the whole uh, both chapters into seven sections or mm-hmm. dialogues between Jesus and different people. Um, yeah. So it was. I, I participated online on Sunday, mm-hmm. so it was a little bit harder to keep track of what was going on. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, you didn't the have handout. the handout. Yeah. So, um, so, but you just sent me the handout on email, which is, and it's on the other screen, which is why I'm going back and forth between my notes yeah. and the handout. So, um, so yeah, so we're, so we're focusing on Jesus, the eternal one. He um, is making basically in these two chapters, he's making his claims that he is both man and God, which is blowing people's minds. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, Um, and you think about it. I mean, it's, of course it would, you know, uh, for someone, they know he's a man and for him to claim to be the one true God, that is, it doesn't make any sense yet because of how he's living it makes complete sense but how can it make no sense and complete sense at the same time and yes so it blows the minds yes it does and um you know so in in chapter seven um in my notes i have um that jesus were or jesus that people were amazed at jesus's teaching Mm -hmm. and he's saying that his teaching comes from the one who sent him who is God, and he's challenging the leaders with their thinking about the law. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. So basically, I mean, you know, the Pharisees are coming up with kind of empty arguments. I mean, the, their arguments don't line up. Um, so Jesus challenges them to, to think more deeply about these things. Um, so that was one of the first questions I, I wanted us to reflect on is, mm-hmm. are you thinking deeply about the claims of Jesus? And 
And, and that was a good thing for me to reflect on and just thinking throughout the week, where does, where does my mind go throughout the week? Mm-hmm. And, and what are the areas in my life in which I'm trying to build up my mind? Um, and I think for so many of us, you know, it's in categories of our job and, and we're trying to um, increase our, um, our understanding, our intellectual knowledge of things related to our job. Or maybe, you know, for us parents, um, specifically moms, I wish dads, you know, characteristically, it's, I, I hear about moms, they're reading all these things about parenting and they're building up their minds in regards to mm. parenting. Um, or people, you know, studying, uh, you know, financial things, learning about the stock market, or, or they have a hobby and they know everything about the NFL. Or, um, so all, none of those things are bad, but as we think about what we're doing during the week to build up our minds in those areas and, and then conclude that, you know, I, I'm thinking pretty deeply about these areas as I am studying them. And, and then I compare that to, to what extent am I, th- am I thinking deeply about Jesus's claims yeah. or to what extent am I building my mind, um, studying scripture and and I think the reality is a lot of us, we might, um, you know, we might go to church and we receive some teaching. So maybe that's some building up of our minds. Um, maybe we uh, take a few moments to um, have some devotional time with the Lord each morning. And that's very valuable. Um, I don't know that that's always studying scripture. That's um, that's a form of worship and it's very <coughs> valuable. But but is there anything we're doing during the week on a regular basis that is studying scripture, that is thinking deeply about the claims of Jesus, building up our minds and the way we think about Christianity? And, and that was pretty, pretty convicting. I, I thought mm-hmm. that's, that's something we really need to be um, challenged with. How can we rearrange our week such that we can be thinking more deeply, uh, building up our mind, in, in our understanding about Jesus and his claims. Hmm. Yes. And, um, you know, and so some of us may be involved in a small group. Um, yeah, there you and go. so that, you know, and sometimes those small groups will go through a Bible study or, yeah. um, or they'll discuss the sermon. Um, you know, both of which can help build up our minds. And yes. then, and then some of us are involved in a Bible study. Um, either through a small group at Covenant or outside of Covenant. Um, and, and that is another place where we can um, build up our minds. Um, and, and I just want to point out that the reason why building our minds and, and thinking deeply about the claims of Christ is important. Like it's not just important for the, just to do it. It's important uh-huh. because our behavior, our decisions, our actions come out of our mindset yes and i mean that you know that's so important and i love that you mentioned the reality of of small groups and bible studies within our church family where that is a fantastic way that people are in those environments they are studying scripture and building up their mind with the uh deep thinking about the claims of jesus um and then i mean you make a great point um you know it's not just about you know, uh, it feels good to know more about Jesus or we're doing it for our own sake, but 
if we look at our culture, our culture, they are thinking deeply about a lot of other things that um, pull people away, that, that contradict the Christian faith um, or distract people from the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And they have some very well thought out um, philosophies, some very convincing philosophies that pull people away from the Christian faith. So we as Christians, I mean, we need to be thinking deeply and have a well thought out explanation of, of our Christian beliefs and our Christian behavior, because mm-hmm. others have well thought out, uh, you know, positions on their alt, um, opposing beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, so we need to build our minds, um, and, and have a, a strong, um, intellectual answer sometimes to their objections to Christianity. Yes. And one of the things that, um, Rob said, Rob Iman said in our community group discussion on Sunday morning that I thought was so, so helpful when we think about, um, about the Bible and about Mm -hmm. Christianity is that scripture doesn't always make logical sense, but it does make theological sense. And so am I willing to uh, submit my logic Mm -hmm. and my logical understanding to the scripture? Or Uh am I going to put, elevate my logic and my understanding above scripture? And I think that that makes a huge difference as to how we interact with the Bible and how we interact with the claims of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's that's very helpful. Yeah. So, um, so then as we move on through these two very um, deep chapters, theologically yeah. rich chapters, yeah, um, yeah. Um, people are starting to think, well, the Pharisees must agree with Jesus because they haven't arrested him yet, and the Pharisees yeah. are like, yeah, no, we're, we don't yeah. agree with them, and we're going to send out the temple guard. That's I, right. I love this part. They send the temple guard to arrest Jesus and the temple guard come back empty handed. Yeah. yeah. Caught up in the confusion around Jesus, around yeah. his teaching. And they're like, well, we couldn't arrest him. He had too yeah. much authority. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I love, I mean, that just brings us into the, the real life of it. Like this, this was really difficult. I mean, again, you know, Jesus was showing clear proof that he was fully man and he was showing some pretty compelling proof that he was the one true God what do you do with that? Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and then coming out of that um, confrontation or lack thereof, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the question that you asked us was, am I hearing Jesus Christ and his claims out? Am I hearing him out or am I yeah. tuning him out? Yeah. And um, that that question generated a lot of discussion in our staff devotions on Tuesday morning, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because well, when we look at the Pharisees, you know, to an extent, I feel like they they heard Jesus out until what he was saying began to press into their own belief system or imply something different, you know, impact their life in such a way that they didn't like. So they listened to him to a certain point, and then and then they were just kind of closed and and in, in many ways tuned him out. I mean, if mm-hmm. as they saw his rise to power, um, meaning they would start to lose power, 
then mm -hmm. then they were tuning him out after that and and not listening carefully to him um so then i, I you know i wonder for us um you know are we are we listening are we um what was the question you get hearing, him, hearing, out? Him, hearing out? him out or yeah. tuning him out and and i wonder how much we do what the pharisees perhaps did that we hear jesus and think about his claims until they start to mess with the the way i view my money or the way i view my entertainment or the way i view you know you name it and and once his views start to mess with that then mm. then i put up a wall and i begin to to tune him out and, mm -hmm. and so that was challenging for me to think through that in, in preparing the message. Where are those places where I need to lean in even when his teaching is kind of messing with, with what I'm wanting in life? Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and some of the things that were mentioned would, um, on Tuesday morning was, was the um, volume, right? So Jesus' oh, yeah, voice... Yeah. Mm -hmm is always his his voice is quiet you know the still small voice of god yeah. and so we we have to turn up the volume so we're not mm -hmm. tuning him out on on his voice yeah and lower the volume on the world or on you know other things that distract us our worries or um you know other things that distract us we have to turn down that volume and turn up the volume of of Jesus's voice in order yeah. to not tune him out on a day-to-day -day basis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whereas I think the first question we were talking about, you know, nudges us towards um, what kind of rhythms of Bible study do we have in our life? Mm -hmm. I think this question nudges us towards what kind of rhythms of um, devotional time do we have in our life? Because mm -hmm. hearing him out, a lot of times that's that is just spending some quiet time alone mm. with him in mm -hmm. his word and, mm -hmm. and talking to the Lord about what you read in, in his word. And for us, um, you know, I, it's easy to get legalistic about this and I don't get, I don't want to sound legalistic about this, but mm -hmm. um, if we are not spending some time quiet alone with the Lord in his word every day, then then I think we're tuning him out. Mm. Um, so I'd, I, I would want to press all of us to hearing him out, turning up the volume, uh, you know, of his voice in our life is mm. is regularly listening to his word. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's, um, yeah, like you said, we don't want to be legalistic about it. And yet mm -hmm. we cannot you cannot underscore the importance of that yeah. enough. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I like the distinction you made between study and devotion. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think um, it's easy to get into the study and, mm -hmm. and forget about the devotion or yeah. get into the study and forget about the application. And yeah. I think the devotion part is kind of the application part as well. Like yeah. it's one thing to know it, but then yeah. how does that affect how I live my life today? Yeah. And listening to Jesus's voice can help us figure that out. Oh, um, yeah. 
you know, how does that affect my finances? How does it affect my entertainment choices? How does it affect how I speak to my husband or how I speak to my spouse or how I speak to my children or how I speak to my parents? Like, I mean, there's just so many areas. Like Jesus says, I want all of you. Yeah. Like, oh, except for this one part over here. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or except for these parts over here. Yeah. I mean, so what we're talking about is it's, it's building our mind and building our heart. And, mm-hmm. and both of those are important if, if we are actually worshiping God and, mm-hmm. and worshiping God. I mean, this, this jumps us to the, the last question, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as we think about, am, am I worshiping him? Uh, mm-hmm. That, you know, to worship him. I, I love um, Tim Keller has this definition of uh, worship where he says idolatry is anything that absorbs our heart and imagination more than God. Mm-hmm. So, so to worship something, you, you think about what is absorbing my heart and my imagination. Um, and so, so if, if God is absorbing my heart and my imagination, then there, there's a good sign that I'm worshiping him. And mm-hmm. so then the question is, is anything absorbing my mind and imagination um, or my heart and imagination even more than God. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I mean, that's just a good thing to sort through. Because I think about, you know, the, the three primary things that people think about that can absorb our heart and our imagination would be, um, you know, what are the quick ways to say it? Pleasure, position, and pennies. Um, mm-hmm. So sort of think about those, you know, in what am I, in almost every decision I make, um, what, it, what are the things that are so frequently fueling that decision? And for a lot of us, it's, it's one of those three or a combination of them, um, pleasure, position, and pennies. Um, and so many decisions I make, they're motivated by one of those things. Mm-hmm. So then, then I begin to think, okay, that means my, my heart and my imagination is, um, it's, you know, it's absorbed by these desires to run after uh, pleasure and uh, and position and pennies, and then yeah. for me to think, you know, how much when I'm making those decisions, is it those things that are coming into play, or or is it my desire to please God that's coming into play, mm-hmm. and 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 I need to just think through that um, mm-hmm. because worshiping God means that my heart and my mind, my heart, my imagination um, is is going to be fixed on him with, you know, a plethora of different decisions that I'm making mm-hmm. more so than these other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's, and that's a helpful, that's helpful way for me to think about worship. Cause I think sometimes we can think about worship as just Sunday morning, we go to church and we worship. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, it's more than just singing songs. Mm-hmm. And, and that is an aspect of worship, but yeah. we, you know, we worship, I, I can worship as I wash the dishes. I can mm-hmm. worship as I make dinner for my family. I can worship as I drive to work, yeah. um, you know, as I exercise, as I, as I even listen to podcasts that aren't yeah. necessarily faith-based as long, yeah. you know, like there's, we worship with our lives, not yeah. just with our voice as we sing on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And this is one of those things where I can't just be, you know, I can't change that in a moment because I think, oh, well, well, I need to worship God more this week. 
So automatically that means um, when I drive in the car, I'm going to be, um, my heart and my imagination is going to be mostly moving towards thoughts of God. I can't just turn that in, in an instant. Mm -hmm. But I think what happens is when I, when I build my mind with an understanding of Scripture, when I build, uh, when I tend to my heart with some time with the Lord, then what happens is thoughts of Him begin to more and more absorb my heart uh, and my imagination as, mm -hmm. as I make mm -hmm. any decision. And I find myself turning more and more towards worship and more and more deeply into mm -hmm. worship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the other, you know, as we're talking about the, the fourth question, the other two options we have with Jesus is to either deny mm. him or to dismiss him. Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, Ooh, I, I, I really would rather worship than deny or dismiss him. Yeah. And this, you know, and the reality is we live in this world where we have, I mean, it, in the United States, we are so comfort, uh, so comfortable. We have mm -hmm. so many protections and, and luxuries that mm -hmm. um, we are so very distracted from our need for God um, mm -hmm. that it is easy for us to dismiss him because, mm -hmm. you know, I can have a job and make plenty of money. I can, you know, afford all these comforts relative mm -hmm. to what the rest of the world can. Um, mm -hmm. So, so our our huge draw or temptation is to dismiss him uh, because we can kind of handle life on our own, or so it often seems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> it does seem. Yeah. Which, yeah. which kind of brings us back around to that third question of: mm -hmm. Do I need the redemption Jesus is offering? Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I mean you know, it's a yes or no question. Do I, or don't I? Well, yes, I yeah. do. I, I do. And I've accepted that. Um, but it's more than a yes or no question because it's, do I, it's also, do I need Jesus's, do I need the redemption he offers to me today? Like yeah. in this moment when I've said something awful to my kids or to my husband or to my coworker, yeah. or, you know, even if I've, you know, something is caused me to walk out of a conversation like i i need god's redemption in that moment yeah and what does that look like and how do i experience that in that moment yeah yeah i wrote down i, I um as i was thinking through that you know i thought so often i assume redemption and i depend on my efforts so if mm -hmm. i assume redemption and depend on my efforts then then my focus ends up landing on my efforts mm -hmm. and and my redemption is an afterthought um and and i need to just change that paradigm and i need to be dependent on redemption which fuels my efforts mm -hmm. so so then my my focus is on my redemption and what comes as the domino effect of that is my efforts mm. and yeah so that, that was helpful for me to reframe it and just trying to refocus my own mind so that my focus is not on my efforts, my focus is on my redemption. And mm -hmm. what happens is efforts come out of that because redemption fuels my efforts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of like the, um, 
yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how to put this in words that might make sense in a, in a, in a different context. Like, mm -hmm. so it's, um, So when we say we're focusing on on redemption versus our mm -hmm. efforts, uh -huh. like in that moment where I say something, um, say something nasty to someone mm -hmm. in my life, then I uh, and I recognize it immediately. And my consciousness is struck. Yeah. Or my conscious, my consciousness is struck and I'm immediately sorry. Or my consciousness is struck and I am angry about that because mm -hmm. that other person deserved it and yeah. you know and so then so then my redemption is giving that up to god that mm -hmm. anger like recognizing yeah. i am angry because i think that person deserves it and mm -hmm. giving that to god and asking god to give me his love for that person yeah um instead of trying to do that in my own strength Right. Cause then my, my oh, own yeah. effort is yeah. I'm angry. I'm angry and I'm yeah. mad and I'm mad that my conscience is stricken, you know? Yeah. And so that is focusing on the redemption and asking God to give me that his love for that person. Oh, yeah. And, and then when, when that, when that my focus has shifted from my anger to God's love, then offering yeah. that to that person offering that sincere apology. I was wrong to say that. I apologize. Mm -hmm. And I love you with God's love, kind of. Am I getting this right? Yeah. Oh, totally. I because I think I mean, that's where it is. If if I if I am, if my eyes are fixed in a moment on the redemption that God has provided for me, then that that um, cultivates love. Uh, mm -hmm. If my eyes are fixated in a given moment, on what that jerk did to me, then that does not cultivate love. That that <laughs> cultivates um, getting back at them. So so you know what are you going to fix your eyes on in that moment? And mm -hmm. and and you just unpacked that um, beautifully. Mm. Great. Well, any last thoughts that you would like to share before we close? Oh, I have loved this conversation, and um, I really, I mean, I encourage you to find a way to um, think deeply about scripture, find a way to um, be connected, be hearing God out through the week. Uh, mm -hmm. So if that's something that, that you feel convicted about, you know, um, I, I really, I'm, I'm big with trying to put habits into my life that help build my character and help draw me closer to Christ. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd encourage you think about what are some habits that you can put into your life that will help you think more deeply, you know, develop your mind for Christ and develop your heart for Christ. Mm -hmm. and, and what are some habits that you can just instill in your week that will help you in that direction? Mm -hmm. uh, habits don't magically make it happen, but they put you in the place to where, where God can draw you deeper in those places. That's true. And let me encourage you to start small. Yeah. yeah. God will honor small efforts as well as big ones. But I think it, when we start big and we go all in with both feet and we're like, I'm going to spend an hour every morning in prayer. Like that's a great goal yeah. and start with five minutes, yeah. start with 10 minutes, 
start with listening to Christian music as your drive. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just, there's small ways you can start. And then as you go week by week, increase your time, uh, create a new habit. Um, because I think the small habits built over time, mm-hmm. create lasting change. Whereas a big habit will, will feel overwhelming. And like the third day when you can't do it because your baby was up in the night and you've got to be at work at nine or whatever, you know, like circumstances in life change. Um, Then it's like, Oh, I can't do it at all. I'm not going to do anything. And, and that's not helpful either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, we could talk all day about habits and building habits. You and I are both huge on routine and huge (laughs) on habits. That is true. (laughs) <laughs> we could talk a long time about we that. We could talk a long time about that, but we will not yeah. bore you. Yeah. Um, let's just say habits are good and small yeah. habits are a way to start. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Brentley. I appreciate oh, yeah. you today. And thank you to our audience for being with us, whether you've joined us live, whether you've joined us later on our blog or on our uh, podcast. We are glad you spent some time with us and appreciate that you have spent time with us. Um, and we hope that you have a great rest of your day. Yeah. Bye. Thanks all.